the volume. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Compatibility. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Are you self-conscious about your smile due to stains? Have you ever wished that you had a whiter and brighter smile? Smile Actives is a safe and affordable alternative to expensive whitening procedures. You simply add Smile Actives gel to your toothpaste every time you brush your teeth, making it the easiest teeth whitening solution out there. In a clinical trial, Smile Active's users reported up to five shades whiter on average, all within seven days. No change to your routine, no extra time. Right now, they are running a buy one, get one offer. Hurry to smileactives.com iHeart today to receive this special offer with free shipping and handling. Jenkins & Jones is brought to you by FanDuel. It's never been easier to play fantasy on FanDuel. Whether you love basketball, golf, soccer, or any other fantasy sport, there's a contest for every fan. FanDuel, more ways to win. Welcome to Jenkins & Jones on the Volume Podcast Network. It's Thursday, August 19th, and we've got Christmas in the summer. A ton to talk about today, the announcement of that Christmas slate of games. We're super excited for talking about the KD Draymond interview. We are talking about the launch of our book club, which we're very excited for. We're also doing a tenable versus untenable and the return of the Q&A segment. We realized we hadn't done one of those in a while. And we have some very interesting questions. Did you guys look at any of the questions? No. Good. Good. All right. I'm I'm good. I'm excited I'm, I'm ready to, to get surprised. Yeah, absolutely. As always, Jenkins and Jones is hosted by my good buddies in real life and on the internet, Lejethro Jenkins, aka John. What's that, Bubba's? Dragonfly Jones, aka Tyler. Hey everybody, I'm good. And I and I we, I we need one podcast where you do that voice the whole time. No, we don't. Don't lie, Mike. Don't lie, Mike. Uh, I'm I'm Mike. Um, Keep it special. Keep it special. You know what I mean? It's an intro only voice. There we go. Um, Obviously, the big news uh, of the week from the NBA is the announcement of the Christmas games. Um, I forgot to screenshot the details. I'm scrolling to look for those right now. (laughs) 
<laughs> I think the most interesting thing is the KD um Draymond shit. I think that's the the best the best shit that happened from NBA. Damn, I got it. my bad. You just you burp? I burped all into the mic. <laughs> that burp came from my loins too, my G. That was a. I had to eat that motherfucker. <laughs> that burp was thick. You feel me? Um, all right. Well, let, let's we can we can talk about the uh, KD Draymond first. Um, great sit down. A ton of gems in it. I think the the thing that's getting the most play today, no surprise, is Draymond just straight up asking him about the infamous fight. You know, after the the. Uh, verbal fight after the Clippers game um, and the response to that from the Warriors management and Draymond's question, which I love that he said, because I've been getting my ass kicked since you left. Um, how much was that responsible for you leaving Golden State? KD specifically referenced the last dance, said, hey, you know, when Scotty had fucked up, everyone got together and said you fucked up and the team was able to kind of share their feelings and move on from it. Katie basically said he didn't feel like, you know, the warriors ever did that. So what did, what did you guys think of that? Kind of interesting to see two dudes of that stature talk about that shit, not 20 years later, but you know, two years later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and that's an interesting point you bring up about how we are seeing the real time grooming of like Draymond being a media personality while still an active NBA player. Right. Which is, which is very 2021 ish, I, I think, but that's probably a whole other discussion, but going back to what she said, um, I thought, I thought it was interesting that they, 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 they both kind of agreed that the kind of the infantilizing of them by, by the management and, and Kerr and Myers was what rubbed them the wrong way. Right. Like Draymond, you know, was talking about how, how they were demanding that he apologize. And Draymond was like, bro, I'll talk to Kevin. Y'all aren't going to tell me what to say to Kevin. You know what I mean? Like, like they were trying to treat the, that grown ass man, like a little ass kid telling him what he had to say. He had to go apologize. And of course, you know, there was some shit that Draymond and KD had to work out about that. And Draymond probably was the one who was going to have to own up and say, yo, I fucked up. I was wild and blah, blah, blah. But you cannot tell a grown ass man that he has to apologize to another grown ass man, right? You have to trust him to be an adult who's going to communicate with another adult and work that shit out himself. Like, I, I think, of course, management probably should have told Draymond, yo, you got to go talk to KD. Y'all got to work this shit out and left it at that. You know what I mean? Without putting the, the fucking onus on him. You have to apologize here. It's a big difference between those two. I mean, they blew it out of proportion. When corp- corporate suits get involved in shit, this is basketball. This situation was a basketball situation. And they basically I'm not sure. I'm, I'm not sure. Go ahead, I'm go not ahead. sure if, if they necessarily blew it out of proportion because Draymond said in the, in the interview, bro, we knew you checked out last season. You know what I mean? So 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 that wasn't just some some random shit that happened in the heat of the moment. That shit was bubbling for a minute there. But if there's I mean? an argument and there is speculation of it, you know, on Twitter or whatever, and then they actually go out and suspend a nigga, they fan the fucking fire, bro. Let them be men and just have the conversation. It was gonna happen. You know what I'm saying? These this motherfuckers is, is suspended for calling a teammate a bitch as well. Bro, that's that's a lot of shit, bro. And, and then Draymond even said he just laughed in the nigga face, like this is ridiculous because we dude, they're having a they, they are a, a great team and management fucking panicked. They panicked, bro. You know what I mean? And and did some weirdo shit and made it awkward for everybody. You know what I'm saying? If they would have just let them handle it how they was gonna handle it, it'll be Gucci. Yeah, it, you know was, it was just—it was just a total misread by management because, of course, they were getting the vibe to that. Yo, KD—he's got one foot out right now. You know what I mean? And we need to fucking bow down to him and do whatever we have to do to, to get him to resign. But, but KD was like, "Bro, I didn't want that treatment either." You know what Bro. I'm saying? I'm a grown ass adult. Me and Draymond could have handled it like adults without y'all interfering. 
Even when he talked about the media, he said that shit. I don't like mm-hmm. when they, he doesn't like when they fawn over him too much mm-hmm. or they're too hard. And if, that, that conversation made me understand that man a lot. That was probably the best conversation I've seen with KD. Even though they already had that conversation on the podcast, it was really interesting him breaking shit down. Like, I see why he was saying, like, fuck analytics shit. The game of basketball is very simple to him. You know what I mean? The way he approaches the game, he said, they'll never understand how he sees a game. You know, when he first came in there thinking that they knew everything, all these really complicated-ass ways to talk about basketball, bro, it's just basketball to KD. And that's what it is to a nigga that can do what KD does. So, And even how we talked about this in the group chat, like we've talked about this all the time, like chasing happiness is not the goal, bro. Just being content. You know, I'm talking about his balance and how he just wants to be in a moment. Well, I want, I, I want to talk a little bit more about the about the fight just for a second, because I think you're both you both got to exactly what I was thinking of in different directions, which is this is what happens when like the Warriors. I think everyone felt like we're the perfect team for the 2010s. They were a corporate venture that was very mm-hmm. successful and they had a very successful very corporate merger with their Airbnb corp- incorporated. <laughs> right. And that was a successful approach in putting that team together and in capitalizing off of what they had with Steph and Clay and Draymond. But you had a basketball problem between Dre and KD, where two basketball players who are both very prideful and have their own perspective that's legitimate, right? One of them called the other one a bitch. And they tried to solve it like an HR department. Like they tried to solve it. Like Bob Myers is a former agent, not a former player. They tried to solve it in a, this is how we're going to get our synergy back as opposed to, and to be honest with you, one thing that was interesting was they kind of agreed about the problem management had, but in different ways, because I think what KD was saying when he brought up the Scottie Pippen thing in the last dance is we needed to have a day where Steve Kerr said, everyone tell Draymond your fucking problem with him. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, I mean, like, they, like they <laughs> needed the to get all that out. Of grievances and shit. Yeah, yeah, but that's Hell what yeah. he said. He said, instead of getting it all out, and, and like he said, they all talk about we're a family. That's the corporate speak, right? Family first. So we didn't do the family thing. We didn't get it out so we could fix the problem with you being the fourth best player on the team but acting like, you know, this fucking like, you know, sort of tyrannical figure at times or whatever. And because of that, they weren't able to move on. So I thought that was really, really interesting. I think like I would, if I was Bob Myers, I'd be very uncomfortable watching that interview, (laughs) you know? Um, But I thought that was a really interesting window into when people talk about, we need more former players in management and leadership positions. That's exactly the kind of thing they're talking about because Mm -hmm. someone who had played understands that like, okay, I don't need to call this in for an HR meeting. We need to just let these dudes hash it out in the locker room. And then they can either move past it or they can't. But that's their job. That's not the GM's job. And it probably would have got it, gotten like super heated in that, in, in that locker room. But they would have handled it and moved on and been better for it. You know what I mean? Sitting down with the suits and, you know, suspending motherfuckers and that, all that shit, that, that blows it way out of proportion. You know what I mean? And they didn't like all that shit. And it makes sense. You know what I'm Have saying? Have you it ever resolved a, a difference that you had with someone else in a supervised way? Like, you know what no, I mean? Like, no. I totally understood Draymond saying, I was going to apologize to him until you told me I had to, you know? <laughs> like, like, I don't, you know what? Like I said, they just read the situation all the way wrong. How do you see two grown men arguing 
one of them calls the other one a bitch and you feel like you have to step in and demand an apology from that dude like 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 this dude is going to get up there and be like i'm sorry kevin sorry for what oh i'm sorry for calling you a bitch gosh like <laughs> you know what i mean like how do you expect that to play out bro that's not how adults work shit out man it was like i said it was just it, it was it was fucking it was it was over babying of the whole situation and i see why i rub both of them the wrong way they Those wanted him to jump adults they wanted him to jump in his notes application <laughs> and, and run to twitter and get real you know what i'm saying fuck all of that shit bro like let them handle that shit how they gonna handle this shit you know what i mean like and it, and, it, and I understand how it got weird. The shit they was talking about, it wasn't, it wasn't, Kevin didn't see it when it mattered, especially, you know, when it mattered for him. You feel me? So, yeah. so KD's found a place with James Harden and Kyrie Irving and Blake Griffin with the Brooklyn Nets that'll be totally drama free. <laughs> and, you know, everyone, yeah. but I will say people do seem to be being allowed to, you know, do their shit a little bit more. <laughs> I, I what well, you talked about this. You both, I, I think y'all did. I, I, the the idea alone, the fact that they got these two people to sit down at this time, while Kevin Durant to me is still the best player in the, is is the best player in the world. You know what I mean? But Draymond is still fucking relevant. You know what I'm saying? Like, and we have this conversation now. I mean, what a fucking idea, man. That shit. The fact that they're even talking now just blew my mind. That's why I was thinking a lot when I was watching. It. Like, how the fuck are we getting to see this now? This usually was weighted. This usually was made a big deal. This would be like a Shaq years. Kobe sit down right, in 2004. Right, so you know what I mean? Like, right. Gray hair. Niggas, you know what I'm saying? Bad <laughs> knees. <suits>. Big ass <laughs> suits. You know what I'm saying? Right. All of that shit. A, lot a of bunch of, of crying. Back, you know? yeah. Yeah. Hot dogs and hamburgers on the back of the neck. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Not a jumper yeah. can be shot anymore, right? right. And you and know, it's, but, and, and it's and it's two current NBA players up there, you know, in t-shirts and fitteds. Right, about. right, right. 2021, like a motherfucker. I love it, bro. That nigga Katie with them Jordan ones. Mm-hmm. Um, John brought it up, but I, 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 this like I thought needed to be its own conversation on this podcast because the three of us have talked a number of times over the years about chasing contentment and peace instead of happiness and joy, and he literally said that. Like it, KD literally said that in the interview, and maybe that's your window into going from the Warriors to the Nets. Maybe the Nets is, I can be myself, I'm at peace here. The Warriors, we could have done all this crazy shit, but it's the work of that, you know, highs and lows and shit that, that he's trying to leave behind. But I, I thought that was interesting to see a dude who has so much more money and so much more career success, who's so much more famous than us, arrive at the same conclusion about how to actually live an enjoyable life. I was kind of surprised by that. When you were at your brokish years, what would have helped you approach it better? Thinking about the future of chasing happiness wouldn't have. I think the same way, regardless of the same approach would have helped me out. You know what I'm saying? Regardless of what stage of life I'm in. So, I mean, multi-millionaire status, I'll never understand that shit. You feel me? <laughs> you know, $100 million man will never understand that shit. But I know in my life, no matter the, what, what you know level I've been on, that approach would you know, would help me the most. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it just goes back to how even killed KD is. Like, you know, he mentioned he doesn't like media fawning over him too much. He doesn't like media being overly critical. He's not looking to be a dude who's all you know, super fucking happy through the roof all the time. Like, he's a dude who just wants peace and, and calm and, and and being content. And I relate. You're one of us, Kevin. <laughs> you know, besides the whole fucking seven foot alien on the basketball court shit. 
You You're know? seven foot yeah. alien living in New York who could do anything you want at any time you want. And what you want to do is spend your Sundays like we spend our Sundays watching basketball and talking shit on Twitter. Like, <laughs> very interesting. <laughs> Makes a lot of sense. But I love how he, I, I love that they talked about the media because I mean, I, I thought he was like on some other shit, like just, you know, on some fuck. He's not on some fuck the media shit. He's on some like, stop asking me these extra ass question shit. You know what I'm saying? Stop trying to create shit. You know what I mean? He's just on some like, bro, like this is it's not that big a, a deal. I'm fucking KD. I did that shit because I'm fucking Kevin Durant, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. it's not that difficult. Y'all trying to make it super, you know, analytics, all this shit. Nah, nigga, I'm just really fucking good at basketball. You know <laughs> what I mean? I work really hard and I'm really fucking good. You know, so I, 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 I get it. I get it. I don't get it. <laughs> I've never been half yeah. as good at anything, but I get why he why he approaches it that way. Like I said, this is the best I've ever seen, KD. Yeah. Like, and, like and, what's, go ahead, go ahead. What's that shit he said on his Black Planet page in like 2008? I me, I do me, and I chill. Like, that's fucking Kevin Durant's life fucking mantra right there. And he's had a lot of that's growth it. and change, clearly, as a person from 2008, but the core... Mm -hmm desire yes. has remained the same right. which i think is very admirable <laughs> he talked about his perception how he thought about things you know differently how he was younger he was still him but he was younger now he's an older version of that same thing with a lot more knowledge you know what i mean so the things that like were amazing to him aren't aren't that anymore it's like i, I see what y'all niggas are you know but um let's let's talk about the nba announced uh the the two opening of the schedule there's the october opening when the season technically starts and then there's the christmas day schedule when people actually start paying attention yep. um everyone besides basketball junkies let's talk about the christmas day schedule <laughs> uh hawks at knicks in the morning celtics at bucks uh then warriors at suns then nets at lakers is the prime time game uh then mavericks at jazz uh what jumped out at you guys uh from this schedule Motherfucker, the jazz there. Why? Why couldn't that have been 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 Mavs um, um, Nuggets? That's what I would have wanted. I would have wanted I, having the, the MVP not play on Christmas is wild. That's a big fucking fumble there. I don't get that at all. I I was hoping for Mavs Clippers. I, I mean, but like basically anyone other than the Jazz, you know, for the night game. I mean, I get it. It's ten thirty on the East Coast. They they know you know that's a West Coast game for sure. But like. Mavs Clippers, you get some, I mean, like there's some juice in that and some dudes who don't like each other and everything. I know maybe they're, you know, thinking about Kawhi not necessarily being available or whatever, but I, I was really, I was surprised at that as well. And I think someone said it's the first time that the reigning MVP hasn't played on Christmas in quite some time Yeah. Um, for Jokic, which is kind of a surprise too. Celtics. I know they're the Celtics, but I don't give a fuck <laughs> other than Jason Tatum. Them niggas, sorry, Jackson, it's a fucking fact. These niggas are not good. We want to see them. I mean, show that motherfucker at 9 a.m., dog. <laughs> Get them niggas out of here. The Bucks finna drug them niggas, bro. Like, why? Their, why? Pro their problem is that they wanted Nets the Lakers, so they couldn't give us Nets Bucks, which would have been like that. That would have been the right matchup for the Bucks. Yeah. I, my number one takeaway is just Nets Lakers like five o'clock on the west coast i'm so that's perfect i'm so fucking excited like uh i might 
sell part of my house to attempt to go to the game <laughs> with the kids. It's going to cost like 900 bucks for nosebleeds or some shit. <laughs> High <laughs> off turkey and blue dream watching that shit, bro. It's going to be a, <laughs> bro, a fucking bro, party, be- nigga. Right? <laughs> fucking Bron, AD, Russ, KD, Harden, Kyrie, goddamn. Like, if you can see that in person, see that shit in person, bro. Well, we are I, the only uh, I'll talk about the Lakers opening game. The Lakers open up on opening night with the Warriors at home. So Russ's debut like that for me, especially trying to think about taking the kids like you check a lot of all timer boxes on that shit. You know what I mean? Like if we can find a way to get to that game too, like it's going to be it's, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be fucking crazy. <laughs> is, is Clay is is Clay good to go for the season start? I don't know. Oh. That'll probably determine how much of the house I'm willing to. Clay be out here missing practice. They talked about that shit on that KD shit too, man. <laughs> we don't talk about. I know that nigga be high as fuck. Like, hey, I catch y'all next Tuesday. You know what I mean? I'm I gonna go in the game. Shoot. I'm right. gonna go and shoot at eleven o'clock tonight by myself. Right, yeah, right, have, right. Go ahead and have practice without me. Miss sure. half a jumper the whole time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Fuck out of here. Um, all right, we we had the we had a brief conversation that really piqued a lot of people's interest uh, on the last show about uh, my kids complaining about being at Old Navy, <laughs> and, and John, John bringing up that we used to have to like weave between exercise equipment at Sears and shit to get <laughs> fucking new school jeans. Uh, you wanted to talk about the, like different stores that you were at as kids, or what did you want to talk about? I'm just saying, like, bro. There were some stores that really held a nigga down. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, dude, when I the first when I first pulled up freshman year, I was JC Penny's out, nigga. You feel me? Like, I look like a nigga out the baby's club, that token nigga <laughs> out the babysitter's club. You feel me? Like, I was like pulling up like damn, you feel me? When I discovered fucking layaway and fucking Burlington Co Factory, yeah. that's a that saved the nigga, dog. Like, well, I could actually wear Nautica for like $34.99. TJ Maxx was another one. The, the, the shit might be irregular, but it was Tommy, though. You feel me? Like, dog, <laughs> there were some stores that held us down, and people were interacting with me. I'm like, nigga, who was actually going to like dealers paying full price, $68.72 for a polo and shit like that? You know what I mean? Did anybody actually do that shit? Can I can I tell a story real quick that uh, that might get me in trouble? But it's like one of the funniest things I ever heard. Do it. There was a, there's a kid at Poly like 10, 10 years ago or something at this point named Richie Smith, who is an All American wide receiver, played in the Army All American Bowl, went to um, went to Arizona State and Boise State, um, youth Snoop Football League like legend, um, great kid. He put up a picture on Instagram. <laughs> at one point of him in that outfit you described with like the plaid pants and some suspenders and like a newsies hat (laughs) i was at practice the next day and this dude who was a linebacker who was like the funniest dude on that team said this richie looked like a runaway slave on instagram (laughs) oh man Nigga, did he have on the hard bottoms too? Yeah. Of course he did. Oh my God, bro. It was like, it was, there was like 70 kids laughing as hard as they could for like 20 minutes. They had to stop practice, bro. 
what a world these kids live in. You get like, when we were growing up, you would just get flamed for what you had on in the moment. These motherfuckers are going to your Instagram and doing homework now, bro. <laughs> like, like, like they are having shit in the chamber for when they see you for some shit you wore a week ago. God damn, I'm glad I grew up when I did, bro. It was That's still hard true. though. It was still hard. We didn't have like the thing is like when shit was popular, the shit that was popular, we like was expensive. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Like old navy, you could look good for cheap. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't even, you know, like I don't even was gap even around like that. I don't even know if I could go to gap back then. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? Like everything was expensive. Nigga, that Tommy and shit, all that shit was expensive. So bro, I remember man, I can't believe we I did all this. my uniform. We did all my uniform shopping at like Target, bro. You know what I mean? Like when we weren't at Sears and we were across the street in Long Beach yeah. at Target, like get some gum, some popcorn to walk around with, and six white polo shirts for fucking school. Like I remember shopping at Goodies, getting duck head and shit. My um, my fucking one one time, me and my sister, because we would swap shoes. I remember like swapping shoes with homies and whatnot. So it was Christmas time, and me and my sister wanted to get sneakers. So she got a shoe like that was a size and a half too big. <laughs> so me and her can swap shoes. I like talked her into it, niggas. She, she wears a. Hey, she's tall though. She's like five seven, but so she wears like a nine and a half in women's now. She was out here wearing a fucking eleven in men. You had her out bro. here clown shoes, bro. That motherfucker was out. <laughs> some goddamn scuba flippers, bro. Hey, niggas, low key still talk about that shit. Though homies, like I was wondering if her foot was really that big. When they, when I tell them the story, they be like, nigga, you had her out. Here. <laughs> bro but hey I mean, it was like the air max 96 joints or some shit like the yeah. 96 air max anyway but man like we was we had to figure out some shit bro you know what i'm saying niggas was sharing clothes and all that type of shit bro just to make it through the week you feel me <laughs> bro man burlington tj max marshall's 24.99 for the polo shit bro burlington hell will, will hold you down like you fuck around and find like a 70 dollar polo for like 18 bucks or something, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? You know, one of them sleeves might come to your elbow while the other one was, was right here, but you know what I'm saying? It was, it was still a deal, bro. Still to make that motherfucker work. And lay away too. Lay away, nigga. Yeah. Man, that's save Christmas, bro. Hell yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'll be out here, you know what I'm saying? JCPenney down if it wasn't for lay away, nigga. Shit, bro. Chaps, Rob Lauren, all that. But anyway, I, I, I thought it was a, interesting people talking about the stores. I, I forgot a, about some of these stores. I had a conversation with my mother-in-law about that. Vincent wore through, like really wore through, like came home in his jeans with no knees on the jeans. You know it, what it, I mean? That's how it happens though. That, yeah. That's supposed to be. hundred, but yeah, no, hundred yeah. percent. But she wanted to, she wanted to patch it up. Right. And I was no. like, and I was like, you are feeding that boy to the wolves. Are you I said, I'm out here looking like Dennis the Menace, nigga. I said, absolutely, yeah. right. I said, absolutely <laughs> never in your life. And she was like, well, what, you know, our kid, you and, you know, my kids. And I was like, because he doesn't fucking have to. I'm going to go buy him a new pair of fucking jeans because his dad could afford that shit. <laughs> I'm going to buy him some new jeans with holes in them because that's what a dad does. <laughs> we buy our holy jeans, nigga. <laughs> Fashionable holes. Fashionable holes, holes, nigga. I bought these holes, nigga. I paid for these holes. Baby. He's not poor. His jeans are just pre-distressed. Right. Distressed <laughs> denim. Distressed denim. You know what time it is. Get into it. <laughs> oh, shit, nigga. Boxing legend Manny Pacquiao returns to the ring this Saturday for the first time in two years. And FanDuel Sportsbook is giving new customers exclusive 30-1 to 1 odds on either fighter to win when he takes on your Dennis Ugas. 
That's right. Now is the perfect time to give FanDuel a shot because you can win $150 on a $5 bet. FanDuel is always hooking you up with exclusive odds boosts, great promotions, and so much more. That's why they're America's number one sports book. So don't miss out on your chance to win $150 on a $5 bet when Manny Pacquiao returns to the ring against your Dennis Ugas. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app and sign up with promo code J and J. That's J ampersand J to get in on the action. Again, that's promo code J ampersand J. Disclaimer, must be 21 and over and present in Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, Virginia, or West Virginia. Odds boost available for new users only. Must wager on designated boost market. $10 first deposit required. Max bonus $150. Risk-free bet refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in seven days. Max refund $10. Restrictions apply. See full terms for both offers at fanduel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky, they're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my dance, <laughs> This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. 
style. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. All right, I have a tenable versus untenable for you. I've been thinking about this for a long time. It's a personal life decision for me, and I need you to both weigh in on it publicly. I'm Italian. My grandpa was Italian. My grandpa came over from Sicily. Gold chain guy. Okay. Old Italian man with the white beater, right? I'm not, I don't wear the undershirt out like that. The A shirt? Yeah, but I've been considering making the move to wearing a gold chain. Your thoughts? Absolutely. Tenable, untenable. Uh, very tenable. I'm pro. I'm extremely pro gold, gold chain. I mean, how big is a gold chain here, though? Well, oh, and you know, like a, a, a not a, like a not like Cuban links, like a okay, you know, like a thinner yeah gold chain. Yeah, shit. I got about you know two, three little little thin gold chains myself. Very fashionable. I'm all for it. You're not a doughy middle-aged white dude, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's absolutely a different conversation. So that's why I'm, I'm running it by you both as my close friends and confidants. Get you a gold chain, nigga. Okay? okay. You're fucking Mike G, nigga. <laughs> Fuck you talking about, nigga. You ain't, you ain't, you ain't, you ain't, you ain't the everyday. You're not a Mac, nigga. All right? You're fucking Mike G. <laughs> You, you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Come I'm, on, man. I'm, I'm Homer Simpson who doesn't drink, bro. You know what I mean? My kids are the kids are obsessed with the Simpsons right now. And it's like, I'm not Bart anymore. I'm Homer Simpson. You know what I mean? Like, you I ain't gotta... Homer, man. <laughs> Dog, man, come on, Mike. Nigga, get you a little gold chain. Get cute on these niggas. What the fuck you talking about? All right. You know what I mean? You're a hat guy. Dog, you got it in you, bro. Okay. <laughs> tenable. Very, very tenable. Certified. What, what, tenable, what, made you, what really made tenable. you question this? What really made you question this? Like whether I should do it or not? Yeah. Like what? I don't know really... how it would look. I've never worn any other than my wedding ring. I've never worn any jewelry of any kind ever in my life. I just haven't done it. So I think wearing rings is harder than wearing chains. Obviously, uh, honestly, to be honest, but we like... even got the the white gold that's like more yeah. discreet than gold or silver you yeah, know what i yeah, mean yeah. like we got the like chillest shit imagine it's about char's kind of the same way too char wears necklaces but she doesn't like she doesn't have a she's not walking around with one of the rings that someone would cut your finger off for because it would change your life you know what i mean we're just yeah, not yeah. like pew pew like right. that's not really <laughs> Pew pew. Without, there's nothing pew pewing off of us when the <laughs> lights are on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, 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 see, I was gonna say I, I think there's kind of like a different shift. I, I think there's kind of like a different shift between us and Mike because, like, I don't know about you, John, but when I was like a teenager, early 20s, I was iced the fuck out. Jesus, pizzas, all that shit, right? So, so now we're not just throwing our little plain thin gold chain. I feel like I'm wearing understated jewelry as opposed to the jewelry I used to wear back then. Because you know what I'm saying? Like I said, I used right. to ice the fuck out back yeah. when I was, you know, in high school and shit. So. But, but but you're making a whole leap into it while we're right. kind of leaping back from the shit yes. that we used to wear. You know what I'm saying? So right. So yeah, I didn't I, have I the whole the difference. There. I didn't have the whole big chain. Yeah. I did have the big ass fake ass earrings though. 
that made your earlobes droopy as a motherfucker. I did have those, but as far as like, I mean, just like, just yeah. like the, the little, the little thin ass fucking chain. Bro, I, I was, I was nothing. wearing four year old glasses when I graduated college and putting my, when my tooth exploded, putting the gold tooth on layaway. Like that's where I was. <laughs> <laughs> hey, get you a gold chain and go ahead get you some fronts, nigga. Get you, get you, get you about two or three fronts too. Let's see, let's see where we'll, 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 we'll walk before we run. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna get you there buddy <laughs> we All gonna right. get you there <laughs> uh we're very excited to announce uh the jenkins and jones off-season book club <laughs> oh, yes, nigga. oh my god it was uh, this time bro i don't remember what did we call it before was it the books. internet friends book club Reading. it was just books literature books <laughs> exclamation point <laughs> I, I don't know what's good. We, we decided. What did Tyler call I, it? I guess we'll work on the, on the title. Oh, yeah. What was your... No, you named it. Yeah, you did name it. And all, <laughs> my, my, my favorite writer, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> my favorite writer, nigga, book club. <laughs> I'm into it. I'm into it. I'm into it. Okay, so here's the format I'm going to propose. We're, we're going to take turns picking books. Uh, Tyler has picked the first one. I'm picking the second one. And then John will pick a third one. We're going to, Tyler's going to announce a book and tell you a little bit about why he picked it. And then I will tell you how we'll read like a hundred pages ish a week, but I think we could do this book in two weeks. And then we're hoping to have the writers on. That's one of the, the modifications we're, we're trying to make here. So uh, we're very excited. I think it's, it, it was a shitload of fun the last time we did this. It's yeah. so much fun cracking jokes about fucking books and not just like <laughs> everyone making the same joke about LaMelo Ball or like whatever the fuck, you know, with all due respect, but. <laughs> Is LiAngelo uh, going to the NBA, nigga? Fuck out of here. <laughs> okay, Tyler. So Tyler, tell us about this book and why you picked it. Okay, so yes. Um, so we're going to go with They Can't Kill Us Until They Kill Us by uh, Hanif Abdul-Rakid, um, who's probably one of my favorite writers right now. Um, follow him on Twitter as well. Um, basically, it's a collection of essays. And it's it's very much um, it's unique in in this in the perspective of it, it kind of ties a lot of you know pop culture sports references into you know daily living coming of age so so it's it's a very interesting read it's a very fun read you know it's 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 passages on there about Schoolboy Q about Chance the Rapper you know about um, you know Whitney Houston and Michael Jackson it's really really fun really enlightening so highly recommend so our listeners can go and cop it off Amazon or whatever. And, you know, we're going to dive into this motherfucker. I already read it, you know, to be clear, but I'm going to reread it because I love that book so fucking much. Um, and I'm going to propose we'll read Roman numerals one, two. I think it was one, two, three and four, which is like the first 130 pages or so. I feel like that's a good. Oh, yeah. Roman numerals one through three. It's about 115 pages. So Are we we'll going to do about it every week? We're going to talk about it every every Wednesday? Or every, yeah, every we'll, Wednesday? Do, okay. we'll do every Thursday show. So we'll do the first half of this book next week, the second half of the week after. If you want to okay. go ahead and, and order up or whatever, the book that I'm going to pick for the second book is How the Word is Passed uh, by Clint Smith. Um, so that's your next, I don't know, four or five weeks of shit for the book club. And like I said, we're hoping to have Hanif and Clint on um, just because I think 
I'm a reading type of a person. And most of the conversations you hear with authors, they're so fucking boring. And it's the same questions over and over again. I'd love to have these dudes on and just actually like <laughs> have a different kind of a conversation about their books. So can I still pick beloved? Or do I need to pick somebody that we actually can interview? No, well, you pick whatever you want. Okay. Yeah, for sure. For the third book, Beloved is heavy as fuck, though, bro. I know, man. But I it's mean, Tony. how the word is passed is not an uplifting book either. Right, Beloved right. is like fucking. <laughs> Maybe the, I'll pick the bluest. I already read that, though. I'm trying to pick somebody I haven't read. Okay. All right. Anyway, those are the first two books. Uh, and we'll talk about the first half of They Can't Kill Us Until They Kill Us uh, next week. So definitely pick that up. And the nice thing about the book club is if you read ahead or you're behind, you could just listen to the the segment when you finish when you catch up or whatever the fuck so um all right we have a q a segment to end on we got some great we got some we got some really oh, good God. we got some really good submissions so oh, fuck yeah as always on the q a's thank you so much for all the nice things you said um as a couple people noted you're correct i'm not going to read all the nice things like we just we take it that the people who listen to the show like the show we really appreciate it and thank you for uh for for passing that on um question from uh lug knight the homie on twitter um if you could replace i'll give you a choice of which one of these you want to answer if you could replace any member of any band or musical group throughout history who would you choose and why or what franchise in which sport would you take over today as the gm with the end goal being a championship Okay, so 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 with the band question, we're hopping in that band and, and kicking you're replacing out? like the drummer in metal. You know what I mean, like that kind oh, of a thing. And, and, and we would have that person's talent. Is, yes. Is, is that the oh, wow. I assume so. I assume so. Yeah. No, I don't I mean, I think. So. I don't know if that's what we'd be doing. Well, I mean, Taking if, if the talent? answer, if the answer, to that, I mean, I'm not. I can't be in anything doing anything. Yeah, the, well, I, I feel like that's that's the most fun hypothetical here. So let fuck it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. 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 Yeah, okay. Um, that's a good damn question. Um, Jesus. That's a really, really fucking good question. I don't want to be for real the nerd. I want his mind. I want I want to be, I want to, I want to, I want to be in for real's mind. I want to think in the way he thinks. I want to approach things the way he approaches. I want to experience that. So I would choose that. I'd be Goldie Loke in the East Siders. <laughs> Yeah, that's like you just, I mean, like you hang out with Snoop Dogg and Trey D, like that sounds fucking great, bro. <laughs> yeah. Tyler, I, I, Tyler, I really yeah, I'm still, I really have no fucking idea. Um, if the question was the other Tyler's, way around, Tyler's too knowledgeable. Tyler's yeah, literally thinking shit, about bro. every group in the history of music uh, right now. <laughs> if the question was the other way around and you weren't taking over, but you were filling in a person that you didn't think was you know should have been in the group i'd have probably chose a fat nigga and fucking uh and bone nigga <laughs> which 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 was yeah Wishbone, he's the there boy. was never a wish verse i needed this wish verse <laughs> i'd have replaced him and, you know what i'm saying or, or he replaced prods and the fujis he yo was, for sure oh my god Proz that was motherfucker horrible. that motherfucker was doo-doo <laughs> Hated process. All right, all right. Bro. I need an answer out of Tyler. We got other questions. Oh shit. Let me see. Um, fuck it. Uh, let me be Quest Love in the Roots. Let me be the fucking drummer in the best rap band ever. Okay. Can't beat that, bro. Yeah. 
Um, okay. This is from uh, AJ, AJ10Q on Twitter. Um, he said, uh, after watching Loki and the MCU What If show, because Marvel's been on some very get high and think about the multiverse shit this summer. <laughs> um, what? Imagine a variant version of you based off of one different decision. What's one different decision you could make? So he specifically brought up what if John had not, you know, what if John was still religious schoolboy John? <laughs> Y'all really turned me into a fuck boy, nigga. Like, what? They think I'm a fuck boy. Niggas think I'm fucking Republican. You feel me? No, but that's a fair question because you were at one time, that was a, you were a very different version of yourself and you effectively made one decision or realized one thing that now you're a very different person. You know what I mean? So for the record, a, I was never Republican. My mom would have beat my ass. Let's get that. No, one, this is a safe space. No one is calling you a Republican. We're going to fight over that shit in real life. Nigga. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. Wait, what? Tyler, you go first. You go first. Oh, let me think. If there was one different decision I made, um, maybe if I picked a different college, probably I would. I don't, I, I don't see myself not being who I am, regardless of what went down. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's kind of a hard hypothetical to think of. Did you waver on creating a Twitter account? Or were you just funny, like... Funny shit. The reason I created a Twitter account, I, I probably told y'all this before. I was on MySpace. I, I was a big Wale fan. Still am a big Wale fan. That motherfucker can rap. And while they were like, yo, I'm dropping my mixtape on Twitter, hop on. And I, I joined Twitter for a Wale mixtape, <laughs> you know? So if I wasn't on MySpace, you know what I mean? And, and following Wale on MySpace, <laughs> I, we, we might not be here right now. Who the fuck knows? The zero chance we'd be here, bro. Yeah. I've never been to, I've never been to Richmond ever. And I don't think you've ever been to Long Beach. So yeah. <laughs> if it wasn't for Twitter, I don't know how this would have happened. <laughs> I fucked off my first year academically of college and couldn't hoop. And because I fucked off, I ended up have I ended up leaving that school and going and, and, and like then ended up in St. Louis. I think if I was hooping, I definitely wouldn't have left, right? You know what I'm saying? So I think like me not fucking up my freshman year would have changed the trajectory of my life completely. I still would have been me, but I wouldn't have been me. You know what I mean? Like I still would have been me, but I definitely wouldn't have like um that's St. Louis is very pivotal for me. That's exactly where I, I almost dropped out of Long Beach State uh, during my freshman year to go crash in Char's dorm room at UCLA and just, like, write. And just, like, I'm not getting anything out of this. I couldn't get any classes for my major, so I was just taking, like, general ed, like, bio 100 shit that I, like, I already did it in high school, and I was mm -hmm. in a magnet program in high school, so I felt like I already knew. I Like, I wasn't really learning anything. It was not exciting. And I was like, I could literally just go crash and write like, you know, 80 hours a week or some shit. So I was like pretty close to doing that, uh, actually. And then I also ended up uh, dropping out of grad school to to become a writer professionally. But if I hadn't have done that, I probably would be like an English professor or something that I would not like. <laughs> English professor, you wouldn't money. like that? You wouldn't like being an English professor? I, I, I would be not, a great I, teacher. I, I would not um, succeed in an educational bureaucracy. Okay, that's, that's understandable. I would enjoy teaching people, but I would not enjoy mm. the business part of... Dummy education. politics. Dummy politics and that shit. Yeah, I understand that. 
Yes. Yeah. Like we want you to talk about like equity and diversity, but we don't want you to actually do anything right. that would encourage those things. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then the pompousness of that right. space too is like, that's mm-hmm. not it. But okay. I think that students would love you. You know what I mean? The oh, dean yeah. might not no, I think fuck I'd with like you teaching. though. Yeah, you know for sure. Right, right. Um, okay, this is a really good, classic, very stupid question. Um, <laughs> and he actually even said dumbass Q&A question in the subject line. This is from regular Chris on Twitter. He says... <laughs> You know those scenes in white people's kids' movies where someone's at a restaurant and passes out into a plate of food? If you were in that situation, what food would you want to fall into to sustain the least damage to your face and head? My friends and I have been arguing about this for months. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so so we know exactly what those arguments sound like. Bro, they're sweating in those arguments. They are fucking, you know what I mean? Like, you got to, they're wiping their face. They're so fucking into that shit. What do y'all think? So, 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 so the question is, what is the, what is the food or the plate or the dish that would be the most protectful to avoid like a concussion or some shit? Is, is that the yeah, question? or fucking your neck up or something. Yeah. yeah. And I'm going to say yeah, it has I, to be I, realistic, I, obviously, to yeah, some extent. I, I think you got to go, you got to, I think the the dessert category here, it, there's so many to pick from. I think like a birthday cake, like if it was your birthday and you just phoned a birthday cake, you're, you're good, bro. Nothing happens from that. You know what I mean? Or a sweet potato pie or some shit. Like, I think the desserts have it here, bro. I thought a the bowl desserts might have a candle. The desserts might have a skinny right. candle on it, though. Right, right. I thought oh. a bowl, like a bowl of noodles, man. Like, a, like, like some spaghetti, bro. Bro, your head gonna hit that motherfucking plate. Noodles ain't shit, man. I'm just like a, a bowl of them, a bowl. Like, I, you because know what that's saying? what I was thinking. Because I was originally thinking like mashed potatoes, but I was like, when do you ever okay, have so, mashed so, so potatoes are we doing stacked bowls up or, high enough? Yeah, you that's know what I'm saying. I mean? Are we doing bowls or plates? Because because if we're doing bowls, it's the gonna hit the, that saves you, not the actual food. But it would have you know to be. I, mean? I have a big fucking head. I'm a you know seven to seven eighths hat. Like you know what I mean? That wait, bowl's wait, wait, gotta wait, be. Wait, wait, that's your half for real size. No. <laughs> we can't just we can't just skim by that. All right, okay. I'll say seven, seven, seven and five eighths. Okay, um, that's a it's a normal big head. It's a it's like a big head, but not big enough to get in the sideshow. You know what I mean? Seven and five eighths was the hats I was wearing in fucking two thousand and three. That was the pinwheel side, and them motherfuckers was hella extra meat, and that motherfucker just right on your shit. Uh, yeah, so you're not, yeah, it's yeah. not falling off on fucking Splash Mountain. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> so, yeah, so if it was a bowl for me, it would have to be a very big bowl for me to not just crack my jaw on the rim of the bowl. That was my thought, too. I think but the birthday cake, with the exception of the candle potentially going through your eyeball. An apple be, pie, like you said, like a pot cobbler or something, it's, it's the dessert, does not yeah. have candles on it. Yeah. So it might be like a cobbler or or, 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 or some brownies. A lemon meringue pie. A lemon meringue, lemon meringue is firm enough. That will be like shock absorption. You know what I mean? Once you get past the cream and shit, like that lemon base. Okay. A lemon Red meringue velvet, pie though. might be the best. Red velvet stacked up. You feel me? That you too. feel me? Real Beverly yeah. stacked up. Them shits be like so five inches high. In right. Yeah, it's a it's a dessert. Um, okay, last question. Uh that this was a is ridiculous for... fucking question. I like that. I love, we, that. I love we, that question. But we didn't talk about it. We didn't argue. <laughs> we were trying to figure that motherfucking answer out. 
See, but you they've probably I mean? been thinking about it long enough that someone's like, this would be the one. And someone yeah. else is like, no, I found the one. Right. Like, that's the, yeah. We talked about it like we talked about the book club. That was, that was a serious conversation. Uh, okay. And then uh, Luca Papagayo uh, has got a question for each of us specifically. Um, John, he wants some beauty tips from you. He says he got oh. exfoliating gloves from you. Uh, and he says he's fucking with the. He wants to know what body wash you use with your exfoliating gloves. He says he has an Aveeno wash. Oh, he's wow. wondering if there's something better. Um, Hana Hana Beauty has like an exfoliating body scrub, which I use, and a soap bar. But like my straight up body wash, I mix Fiji with Dove. I I just take two squirts of each and, and put it on. You know what I'm saying? Fiji for the smell, Dove because it makes me feel moisturized. You know what I mean? Like. So yeah, that's 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 what I use for my body wash. Tyler, uh, he says he's also a huge uh, UNC basketball fan, uh, and he said he's a fan because of uh, Kendall Marshall and Lawson. But he was wondering, what's your UNC? Being a Virginia dude, what's your UNC basketball origin story? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I inherited from being a UNC fan from my pops. My pops grew up in a um, little country ass town called. Uh, Red Oak in, in Virginia, which is like 15 minutes from the North Carolina border. And, um, you know, they used to get UNC games when, when he was a kid, you know, on, on local TV. And um, Charlie Scott, first black player in the ACC, who, who Dean Smith, you know, signed on board to UNC. My dad saw this black kid when he hadn't ever seen black kids playing college ball on his TV before. And he started following um, UNC because of that. And I became a UNC fan. So basically, you know, Dean Smith being a stand-up dude, being for integration is the reason I'm a Carolina fan. Funny ass story though. Um, I follow Charlie Scott's daughter now. Like, like we're, we're, we're fucking Twitter buddies, Simone Scott on Twitter. And it's crazy. And we've talked and I'm like, yo, I'm a UNC fan because of your pops. You know what I'm saying? My pops and your pops. And now we're Twitter buddies. Life is fucking crazy like that. That's beautiful. Yeah, if really. Wale had not a drops that mixtape <laughs> right, on Twitter. Okay, right, all of this is not for Wale. We wouldn't be having this fucking pod. I wouldn't be friends with, with Charlie Scott's daughter. Who is crazy. That's fucking wild. I love that. All right. That was a great episode. Uh, thanks so much for, uh, for tuning in. Um, Book club ahead, Booger Boy on Monday. We got all kinds of fun stuff coming up. Hoping to get a couple, a uh, couple more guests coming up in the next week or two as well. So uh, stay tuned to Jenkins and Jones. Thanks so much. Bye. Peace. Bye. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary.
Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places.